Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Thank you. 
Yahshua, yeah, kings of the earth, fathers of humanity, we're going to be with y'all, 715, hold tight. Thank you. 
Yahshua, you know what I'm saying? Um, today's topic is going to be um, kings of the earth and fathers of humanity. Okay, um, I would like to go ahead and um, give a couple of announcements. Um, make sure that you tune in with us every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. every Sunday. And uh, our next show may be under a different channel, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, um, the, the, the caller ID is going to be 136988, 136-988. And that's correct, Brother Moore, or is, is there something else they should take into consideration? No, that that's correct. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. So, so make sure next Sunday, you know, so you guys might want to grab a pen and a paper and put caller ID one three six nine eight eight. All right. Because for those who've been with us for a while, you know what I'm saying, with me and Noble Terali Bay, you know what I mean, all the way from the indigenous media to the Crystal City Media days, you know, you, you'll know that, you know, we've been under attack, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So, you know, we got to... We got to maneuver from channel to channel from time to time, you know, because I never knew that we were so much in the war, you know, until I start, you know, revealing this truth, until I start standing up for this truth. I realized that I was really in war because, you know, a lot of us here that the enemy, you know what I'm saying, trying to slaughter brothers, you know what I'm saying, for this, you know what I'm saying, for telling the truth, you know, stuff like that. But it's a whole new different story, you know what I'm saying, when you have, like, firsthand experience, you see the devils come after you over something you said. You know what I'm saying? Now, RIP to our brother Kino, you know what I'm saying? We just lost a soldier. For those who've been with us back in the days, you know what I'm saying? They know Kino. Kino you was very active with us, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I mean? They took my boy out, you know what I'm saying, for, for a Facebook post. For a post that the kid put on Facebook, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. And it just made me want to seek the truth even more. When I know that they tried so hard to suppress it, there got to be something golden about this. There had to be something special about this. There had to be something divine, something worthy about this, you know, in order for them, you know, to want to, um, to want to, 
to run the slaughter brothers for this. Assassinate brothers for this, you know what I'm saying? We all know. We all know, you know what I'm saying, they do this, you know what I mean? And every brother, you know, who out here in the battlefield, you know, um, I suggest the people to, to really support these brothers, man, because, you know, um, enemy, enemy really, really after us, you know, and sometimes, you know what I'm saying, we need as much help as we can, you know what I'm saying, to maneuver, you know what I mean, there's enough technology, you know what I'm saying, equipment, you know what I'm saying, that we can invest in, you feel me, to protect ourselves, but, um, check this out, so my people, we, Nubian males, and Nubian females are the kings and queens of this earth. Now, let's think about it. Let's just think about this for a minute. You're a natural-born king, and I'm going to prove this. I can prove this in so many ways. Now, as a Nubian male, as a Nubian female, when you look at us, let's just talk about our, you know what I'm saying, Let's don't even go back to our golden year. Let's go back to what we've been suffering, you know what I'm saying, from after 1863. You know what I mean? Us, we got respected and we got honored, you know what I'm saying, from the abilities that we possessed within, from the wisdom, from the talent that we possessed within. You feel me? Because... Through all, you know what I'm saying, the assassination of our character, you know, the humiliation that we've been through, you know, the exploitation, you know what I'm saying, the suppression that we have been through. There always were great ones amongst us, you know what I'm saying, who demanded the respect from people all around the world, even worship, honor, and respect it from people all around the world. And none of them. None of them, you know what I'm saying? Well, I can't say none of them, but a lot of them, you know, wasn't honored because of their money. They wasn't honored because of no material possession. They wasn't honored because of anything they had outside of themselves. They was honored based on what they had from within. You know what I'm saying? That was they was honored by. So, now we look at any other people, you know what I'm saying, on this planet Earth, they're not, many of them is an honor from from what they have from within. You understand what I'm saying? You honor this Caucasian not because of the greatness that comes from within, but you honor him from the delicacy that he has from without. You honor him because of what he claims to have power over. You honor him because of the material possessions. You know what I'm saying? That he has. You know what I mean? And stuff in that nature. You know what I mean? But for us to reach greatness after the suppression, you know what I'm saying? Exploitation and hindrance that we've been through, you know what I'm saying? Even it proves, you know what I'm saying? That that there's something that there's something special about us. You understand? Because many of us haven't been, you know what I'm saying? Born with no. You know what I'm saying? Um, silver spoon, raw spoon in their mouth. Anything in that nature. You understand? We honor people like Elijah Muhammad 
like Dr. Malachi Bjork, like Clarence X-13, like Marcus Barbie, because of the wisdom that they possess, because of the greatness that they have done with the knowledge that they apply, which became wisdom. And we get them honored. You know what I'm saying? And we never had to deceive anybody, you know what I'm saying, into thinking that we was gods to get worshipped and respected as gods, to get idolized as gods and kings and stuff in that nature. You know, we didn't have to steal nobody's image. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have to deceive nobody that we was great. We didn't even have to slander any other racist people to make ourselves feel better. Because what is happening to us is insecurity, and we should not let the insecurity of the others, you know what I'm saying, rub off on us. Because they feel in order for them to be great, they have to talk down on us. They feel like in order for them to be great, they have to have something that comes from without and not from within. Cars, money, chains, and a lot of us have adopted them ways too. You understand? We was never, you know what I'm saying, a materialistic people. We was never driven materialistically. Although we had gold and silver and stuff in that nature, you know what I mean, for plenty of century, but, you know, niggas running in Africa, running gold, chain time about bling, bling and shit. You know what I mean? It's just something that we had. You know what I mean? We used to kick gold like rocks, kick diamonds like rocks. Still to this day, we don't care about them. Because we really cared about that stuff today, you know what I'm saying? We will all be billions and trillions and millions in there. The only thing that's stopping us from having that amount of money is the inner drive that is required to attain that. Because we had that inner drive to move forward. Nothing can hold you back. We have that inner drive to move forward. Nothing can hold you back. But obviously, you know what I'm saying, we're not profiting off of the gold, off of the oil, off of the silver, off, the, off of all the material minerals that come from the motherland because, in actuality, we're not materialistic enough to be driven towards that. Some of us may be materialistic, but trust me, we're not more. We're not, we're not as materialistic as the other races. It may seem that way. You know what I'm saying? It may seem that way, but... Because you got these dumbass niggas talking about, you know what I'm saying, they rich and they and they got this and they got that and they flossing, driving something European, right? Okay, why they talking about driving something European? Therefore, because they imitating the European. What you got to understand is that a lot of our people is is, is not in their right mind. You know what I'm saying? They're not in their African mind state. They're not in their Nubian mind state. You understand what I'm saying? That's one thing you got to know. A lot of us is imitating this Caucasian from everything. A lot of us are deceived to think that if we act ignorant and if we act like we some gangsters, we act like we some thugs, that's being black. In actuality, we wasn't we didn't know nothing about being no gangsters and no thugs until the Italians and the Irish people came here and showed us what that gangster shit was about. And if you look at the beginning of game banging, you know what I'm saying? From so the Mexicans in the black Mexican banking since the fifties, you know what I mean? And you know, you have black things, you know what I'm saying, in Chicago, you know what I mean, probably going back a little bit earlier than that. When gay bangers first started started to emerge, niggas was trying to dress like Italians. Three piece suit, you know what I'm saying? 
with the little fucking hat, you know, little gator shoes, you know, stuff in that nature. The Mexican, that's it. Out of Los Angeles, California, in 1950, called the Zoo Suits, and they were dressing up just like Italians. As a matter of fact, if you look at the the, the origins of La Eme, La Eme means Mexican mafia. You feel me? When you look at the origins of that, that means, you know what I'm saying, the M. And when, when you study the founders of the Mexican Martha, they would tell you, they had confessed that they was inspired, that they was imitating the Italians. And then eventually they became a little more gruesome, you know what I'm saying, than the Italians. The Italians went on. But they copied the Italians. So, by you acting like some ignorant-ass gangs and some ignorant-ass thugs is not being Nubian. That is a Europeanized mentality. That's what you got to understand. That is, not, that is not you and your African mind. You understand? And when you look from throughout time, no matter what you want to say about us, no matter how bad you want to slander us, nobody, no people on this earth... You know what I'm saying? Well, worship worldwide from their divinity like we was. Who was honored and respected worldwide over their divinity like we were. When we came to the Americas as kings, we would worship as gods. Called us the Omecs. Called us the Totecs. Build statue images of us, of our heads, still in Lorenzo, Mexico today. 3,000 feet tall. You feel what I'm saying? That's us. Why do a lot of brothers, you know what I'm saying, is anti, you know what I mean, um, anti against the system? Why brothers, you know what I'm saying, don't really want to so-called, they say, work for the cockroaches? You feel me? Because some of us may say it's ignorance or whatever, but no, nah, that's their kingly nature. You feel me? That's our kingly nature. We don't have no inclination, you know what I'm saying, to, 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 to serve other people. By nature, we don't have that inclination. Now, what so many brothers do, you know, it, besides, you know what I'm saying, working for the Kakasu, it, it's ignorant. Yeah, some brothers will go out there and they'll show drugs, they were slain, or whatever. You know what I mean? The most white thing they should have done became an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Establish a, a corporation, such as King Jean Corporation. That's what they should have done. You know what I mean? That's what I did. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you the truth. I mean, I never felt right working for the Caucasians, to be, to be honest. I never felt right working for anybody else besides my own. And I would probably only work for my own based off of honor and respect. You know what I mean? But since my own people wanted to exploit me like the enemy, and I refused, you know what I'm saying, to work for the ones who exploit my people, then what I did, I found the King Jim Corporate and started working for myself. Came from the dirt up. Came from the scratch, scrape up. You know what I mean? Self-made. You feel me? Blood, sweat, and real tears. Real blood, real sweat. You know what I mean? to bring what I had to bring into existence. So I could be a king and not a servant. So I could create jobs. You know what I mean? 
and not run to it. You feel me? So, everywhere we went, we was kings. Came over here as Omex to America, known as rulers. The Mongols, we were known as the Mongols in Asia, Genghis Khan. You know what I'm saying? If you check out the etymology roots, you know what I'm saying, of the whole Genghis Khan era. And it will trace back to Nubians. You feel me? When we came to Europe, came there as kings, the Moors. You know what I'm saying? The ruler Tariq Ibn Zaid had ruled cities in Southeast Asia. You feel me? And when he came there, he gave them arts, literature, mathematics, medical science, and general science during the time where Europe was in the dark ages but not civilized. You know what I mean? He influenced places such as France, Germany, England, Italy. You understand? The European Renaissance came after, you know what I'm saying, us introducing them to mathematics and the science. Once we taught them that, then Europe had flourished. But before the European Renaissance, check out the history of Europe. When was the European Renaissance? That was recent. That was hundreds of years ago, not even a thousand years ago. We studied the kings and queens in Africa. That go back thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years ago. Check out, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the Nubian rulers in America. That go back thousands of years ago. Check out the, the Nubian rulers, you know what I'm saying, in Asia. That predates the, 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 the Caucasian Renaissance. You understand? So by nature, you know what I'm saying, you are the kings of the earth. Even at your lowest state, they imitate. You feel me? Even at your lowest state, they imitate. Can nobody, can no one in humanity say that they, that, 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 that they don't imitate us and that they don't break anything that we have contributed to? Get out there, damn lie. You know what I'm saying? If you into mathematics, if you're a mathematician, imitating my ancestors. If you're a scientist, you're imitating my ancestors. If you're a doctor, you're imitating my ancestors. That's who you are by nature. So what you have realized is that you have switched titles with a people. They took your original titles, scientists, doctors, chemists, alchemists, entrepreneurs, politicians, and gave you their titles, thugs, gangsters, blunt. Right? So before the European Renaissance, Europe was a straight ghetto. First ghetto came out of Europe. The ghetto was created in Europe. Check it out. Check it out. And when they started to go across the world, when they started going to different continents, what did they do? They created ghettos. They stole your culture and gave you theirs and called you ignorant ass niggas, traded places. When you study the indigenous people of every land across the seas, you will come to discover that many of the people who were called 
Asians or Islanders or whatever looked it just like you and me. I was checking out a documentary not too long about the indigenous tribes, you know what I'm saying, in Brazil. You know, because, see, this is what they tell you. They they, they lie to you like they conquered the whole world. <laughs> but they lie to you like they dominated every every single, you know what I'm saying, Nubian tribe, Nubian civilization on Earth. But there was a place called uh, New Guinea that was not on the it was not on the world map for centuries because when the Portuguese tried to come there, those brothers filled their goddamn ships up with arrows. You know what I mean? Slaughtered their crew members. That they just left that whole part of the world alone. During the, you know what I'm saying, during their first coming to America. And they did not come back to visit that place until the 20th century. In the 19th, Early as 1912, New Guinea. You know what I'm saying? You got the Adama tribe. Look it up. A-D-A-M-A-N. Out of Central Asia. Knowing it's the oldest tribe in Asia. And guess what they look like? Guess what they look like? They are darker and got kinkier hair than the, than the African people from Africa. Don't believe me. Check it out. Got a pen and the paper right now and write A D A M A N tribe. They is known as the earliest people in Asia. And see what they look like. And remember, they in, they is in Asia. Feel me? There still are people on, on the parts of this world that have never seen the Caucasian. They haven't seen a Caucasian until the 20th century. But when they show you the world map, they only show you the parts that they influence. The parts that they supposedly conquered and dominated. Right? But they don't want to, just to, you know, give us false image of power. You feel me? To appear as a giant. Why did they have to assassinate our character? So we could feel like an ant and look at to look at them as a giant. And that's what's happening right now. You feel me? You are the kings and the queens of the earth. But instead to serve your own, you refuse to serve your own and you and you rather serve others. You understand? When we came to Europe as kings, we get them astronomy, botany. World history, philosophy, you know what I'm saying? The whole jurisdictional system. We talked about scientific methods of irrigation, the arts of fortification, shipbuilding. When you look at, go ahead and, and, and look at the, the first boat, the first boat, first boat ever. And you will see that the first boat come from the land of Afriakite. So if we have boats thousands and thousands of years ago, thousands of years before Christopher Columbus and all the other Americans on European travel the world, you feel me? Why do you don't acknowledge yourself being a worldwide traveler before them? 
You know what I'm saying? Now, when you look at science and mathematics and uh, history, philosophy, you know what I mean? You will see that um, a lot of our people became the fathers of them subjects. Still to this day, you know, the father of invention, George Carver Washington, a brother. A father of the internet, Philip Emanuel, a brother. The father of geometry, Euclid, a brother. The father of mathematics, Pythagoras, soon to be a brother. Right? So it just goes on to tell you that you was the father. You was the father of the earth. And right now your children is in your house. Disobeying you, guys and goddesses, disobeying you. Sitting the scripture that the children would despise the parents, right? And that the sons would turn against their fathers. You knew being male. Right now, I'm trying to do some goddamn chin checking because there's a lot about. You know what I mean? Because we can, we can go ahead and fucking, we can play these games if we want to. And I'm like, there ain't no goddamn white supremacy that exists. You can play them games if you want to. All right? You can say it ain't about black or white if you want to. But, Lord, they suppress our history and leave us out of history and leave us out of, you know what I'm saying, as being innovators and contributors to the world. This shit, it still, it still is going to be about that. You understand? When, I still, when you study mathematics, you know what I'm saying, and you don't hear shit about your people, well, you know there's enormous histories about us in that subject, then white supremacy still exists. When you talk about, you know what I'm saying, kings, conquerors, and we left out, then white supremacy still exists. You understand? Still exists. They still shitting on you. They still keeping you. You still outside of the fucking history books. You gonna tell me white supremacy don't exist? You gonna tell me there's no fucking racism, nigga? It's pure racism when you take your ass to school and you don't see shit of you in the goddamn textbooks. Come on now, son. Come on now. But they made you feel so insecure that when they smile in your goddamn face, you feel good. They smile in your goddamn face. You know what I'm saying? You just want to forget about all the exploitation and all the shit that they have afflicted upon you and all the shit that they still doing to you right now. You know, they, they slap the fuck out you and smile in your face and then pat you in the back afterwards and you put your head down and you be like, that's okay. Nah, son. They walking around too fucking arrogant. It's time for chin checking because right now, this fucking supremacy and got our people... Racially insecure. We got another group of people fucking extremely arrogant. And this arrogance need to be broken. And this insecurity amongst our people need to be broken. This arrogance amongst them need to be broken. And by that happening, we have to expose their phony ass. By that happening, we have to expose our greatness. 
For that happening, we have to be great. For that happening, we have to keep shit raw authentic. And now what we're going to do is raw authentic media. So none of you people out there, don't tell me to talk like a bitch. I'm not going to do it. Don't say, Amun, calm down, brother. Amun, man, you going too hard, brother. Amun, slow it down a little bit, brother. Don't tell me. They're calm the fuck down. Because they ain't coming down. They ain't coming down. You being disrespected like a motherfucker as a people. But you feel so insecure that you just accept it. Whenever somebody insecure, they accept abuse. You feel me? A hoe, you know what I'm saying, let a pimp do what he do to her because he make her feel insecure. He got to make her feel insecure for her to do that. Why did he females do that shit? Because they insecure. You'd be like, that's a beautiful woman. How did she go out there and sell her body? Because somebody made that beautiful woman insecure, just like somebody made these beautiful people insecure. That's why you accept that shit. That's why you don't stand up. That's why, you know what I'm saying, you feel like they, you know what I'm saying, is your destiny. When you don't control your destiny, somebody else will. That's why you feel like they're your fucking saviors. That's why you don't want to spread away from them. That's why you don't want to congregate amongst yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Real talk. So, you know what I mean? You got to understand. We are the kings of the earth. And we are the fathers of humanity. And it's about time that these children respect that. It's about time that these children respect that. But what the hell, literally, if you guys got kids, what the fuck you look like serving your kids? Huh? Just say, okay, you got kids, say you went and you taught your, and you taught your kid everything they know. You taught them different languages. You helped them out with the math. You helped them out with the science. You helped them out with the politics. And then all of a sudden, you helped them out with everything, and then all of a sudden, they grow up, and they get, and they get ordered and they and they be like, shit. Man, my parents wasn't shit. No motherfuckers ain't taught me nothing. They were some dumb ass motherfuckers. They didn't know nothing. No, they they had their head so far up their ass. You know what I mean? And every time they talk about, you know what I'm saying, the greatness of their ability that they attain, they never mention you. And then on top of that, they go ahead and they tell everybody in the community a derogatory story about you. Say a whole bunch of falsehood about you, a whole bunch of lies after you made your child what he was today, right? After you made his child what he is today. So, you know what I mean? We got to keep it raw authentic, man. Real talk. We got to keep it raw authentic. Because, you know, man, a lot of our. A lot of our people, a lot, a lot of our brothers, man, like, 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 really, fucking been feminized, man. Like, real talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really fucking been broken down right now. You know what I mean? They keep on slapping us on the fucking cheek with falsehood, and we just turn around and give them the other cheeks. They disrespect our ancestors. They ain't your commit right now. Taking our ancestors. 
you know what I'm saying, out of the fuck, out of the burial grounds, taking them out of their fucking tombs, stuffing them in fucking museums, in the glass, They're taking our sacred artifacts. You understand? They're respecting our ancestors. And we wonder why, you know what I'm saying, shit is so fucked up right now. Because they got all your sacred artifacts. They empowered, you know what I'm saying, by your sacred knowledge. They empowered by your sacred artifacts. That shit empowers them. And as long as they have it, they're going to empower And what's even, what's even crazier than that, some of them, some of them, you know what I'm saying? They're calling our ancestors. And many of us, it's So what do you think would happen if they keep on calling on our ancestors and we don't? After we have been acknowledged about our ancestors. Yeah, they still worship you to this day, God. Still worship you to this day. They call themselves a mason, right? Worshiping the honor and our ancestors, Haru Aset, Asar. Right, but do you know they want to give them different names? So, 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 so you want to know that they want to name Haru Yahshua or Jesus? They want to name I said Mary. You know what I'm saying? They want to name you know what I'm saying Asar Yusuf. As a matter of fact, they just took the whole Asar out and, and, and just called him some damn Holy Spirit, worshiping your ancestors and code names. Yeah. Check out the excerpt. You know what I'm saying? Um. From an article um, entitled "The Untold Secrets of the Moors," the page fourteen of my article, which said as I quote: "Okay, um, where shall I start? Okay, Abu Badak the Second, flourished in the fourteenth century, was a brother of Mansa Musa. Abu Badak the Second had brought four hundred ships to him in America in thirteen eleven A.D." The Moorish original Islamic flag was brought down by George Washington, who was locked up in a safe at the Independence Hall in Philadelphia. The flag was dismantled in 1816 at Fort Negro by Duncan Clinch and General Andrew Jackson. Hmm. Think about that. Just think about that for a quick second. Okay, Christopher Columbus came in 1442, right? But Abu Badak came here in 1311, right? 400 ships. Hmm. Not only did he came with 406, he came with the Moorish original flag, which was a red flag with a five-point star. And then... It was brought down by George Washington, was locked up at the safe in the Independence Hall in Philadelphia. It was dismantled in 1860. So what does that say? That the so-called founding fathers of America, when they came here, they had took away all of the um, artifacts that was left by us Moors who've been here before them, basically covering up the evidence. 
feel me? And then mm-hmm. on my article, something else interesting, it say this, page 14, Untold Story of the Moor. When you break down the etymology of the West Indians, Native American names, you will discover that either the prefix, root word, and suffix, if not all combined, trace back to African names and languages. For instance, Black Hawk name is a reminiscence of Kemetic Falcon, the ancient Egyptian symbol, which represents Haru, who is resurrected, who is the resurrected son of Asar, the noted one. Hmm. And when you break down the etymology, you know what I'm saying, of some of these Native American names, who trace all the way back to the motherland. Akabula. You see, that's why they took away your language. Right? Now we only teach you one language here in America. In, in, in elementary school, middle school, and high school. Because they know. Once you start tracing down that damn language, you will find yourself. Now, we talked about that in the last episode, how important the language was. In the episode titled, uh, Where the Greek Mathematician and Scientist African. By um, that was hosted by uh, Dr. Arlene Bay. We talked about that. You feel me? When you go to plenty of other places in the world, they teach the kids more than one language in elementary, middle, and high school, especially Africa. Children learn like three languages. All we learn is English. All we learn. Why you think? Why you think so? So people here can remain ignorant. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Cause you, you can trace shit with the language. You can break down etymology. That's what the language is. It's important. That's an important degree of gap art. I'm saying we deal with reality in gap art. Language, mathematics, law, spirituality, divinity. You know what I'm saying? Science. Now we deal with gap art. You feel me? And if you guys ain't familiar with gap art, then... You should have tuned in at the revelation of Gavok. Okay? So, um, yeah, that article that I got, the Untold Secrets of the Moor, if you can become a member of King Incorporated, you'll have access to that article and much more written by myself. I'm more to Holy Show Yashua. Understand? So, you know, I had to um, kind of release my articles, you know what I'm saying, um, in this form and fashion, because I started to discover that a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, uh, they're trying to steal my work. You know what I mean? I've been seeing a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, stealing my shit. You know what I mean? And wasn't giving me credit for it. So now everybody become a member before getting access to my stuff. I'd be able to know, you know what I'm saying, have a better idea of who these people is, you know what I'm saying, trying to jack my concepts. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, you know, country community pretty grimy. You know what I mean? A lot of these niggas be watching what I do, you know what I'm saying? Be, be trying to apply that shit. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, that's what it is, though. You know what I'm saying? You, you is king of the earth. You is the father of humanity. Now, let me go ahead and share a quote with you about our brother Musa Mansa. And this is going to be from the book entitled No More Than Spain by Stanley Lane Pooley. And that book is also available 
on my online library, and you can't have access to the online library unless you become a member of King Jim Incorporated. If you want to sign up, become a member, just go to um, K-I-N-G-G-E-E-I-N-C.com. You have access to an online library with over 2,000 books. You know what I'm saying? The library sacred scrolls, you know what I'm saying, with hundreds of sacred scrolls. But um, this state that I quote, Musa dispatched one of his general, Mor Tariq, with 7,000 troops, most of whom were also Moors, to make another raid upon Andalusia, which is in Spain. The raid carried him further than he expected. Tariq landed at the Lion Rock, which has never since bore his name, Gabriel Tariq, Gabriel Ta. And after capturing Cartagena on Venice Inland, he had not proceeded far, but he perceived the whole force of the gods on the Roderick advancing to encounter him. The two armies met on the banks of a little river called the Sextrin and Wadi Beka near the Gadalati, which runs into the strains of Cape Tagafagan. So basically what this saying right here is that Musa Mansa, and that was the king, you know what I'm saying, from out of Mali, you know, um, during the he he was he was ruler during the um, the Timbuktu era, you know what I'm saying, Mali, West Africa. He was the one who sent Tariq uh, Ibn Zaid, which was the conqueror of, of Europe. He conquered Tariq Ibn Zaid, had conquered uh, southeastern Europe under the command of Musa Master. So Musa Master was known as one of the wealthiest men in history. Feel me? But they suppressed that. You know what I mean? This brother had chips. Put it this way, this brother you couldn't even compare you couldn't even compare this brother to Bill Gates. That brother had chips. Muslim Massa, you know what I'm saying, was sending generals to conquer every goddamn corner of the planet. He sent Tariq Azendai to conquer Europe. That's why he was called General Tariq Ibn Zaid. Because the real king of Europe during that time was Musa Nasser. He was the man behind the curtain. Right? Just like the one behind the curtain of America is Queen Elizabeth. They don't tell you that, though. That's why we don't have King Barack Obama. We have President Barack Obama. Right? That's why we have presidents and not kings, because America is ran by a queen. Hmm. So that's why General Tariq Ibn Zaid, the Moorish ruler, you know what I'm saying, who ruled Spain, Portugal, and France, was called General and not King Tariq Ibn Zaid, because the king of that part of Europe was Master Musa. Master Musa's bloodline were, were kings. Of all four corners of the earth, the Abu Barak II was his uncle, was his relative. Abu Barak II was the ruler just before Master Musa. Master Musa had ruled after Abu Barak II. Abu Barak II was the one who came with 4,000 ships to the Americas as a king. 
Mm. Right. We the kings of the earth. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing been done under here that wasn't done by us. And I don't mean that in no derogatory way. You understand? But see, this shit that they don't teach you. And that's why we got beef. That's why we got fucking beef. Because they was leaving my greatness out of fucking history. They they, they don't teach me this when I go to college. They they don't teach my they don't teach the children this when when they go to school. You know what I'm saying? None of that. You feel me? None of that. Well that's why we beef. Because it's still by Supreme Lord, you keeping me out of the books, the by Supreme Lord, you only tell me about as long as you tell me that Euclid and Pandagoras, you know what I'm saying, were Greeks and Aristanus was Greeks when they really was African and we got beef. Because now you lying. You feel me? Now you lying. So check out this excerpt from the book entitled The Mortgage Spains by Stanley Lane Poole, page 144 is the one. 15, you get this at KG Incorporated for free once you become a member. Thanks and I quote, The force he employed to sustain the central power was a large standing army, and the head of which stood his select body, guards of Slavs, S-L-A-V-S, was the original term for Europeans. Let me go back again. Guards of Slavs are purchased foreigners. They were originally composed chiefly of men, Slovenian nationality. Even Slovenian nationality, which means a fucking nationality of slaves, right? A Slovenian nationality, but they came by degrees include Franks, Galicians, Lombards, and all sorts of people who were brought to Spain by Greeks in Benetton treasures and sold by still children to the Sultan to be educated Muslims. Now, when they said they were brought to Spain by Greeks, they could have been talking about Nubian people, and that would have made more sense if we would have tuned in to my previous show. Many of them were highly cultivated men and naturally attached to their master. They resemble, in many respects, the course I'm on the list, which validates success and introduced Hey, you're breaking up, brother. Okay, okay. Wait, can you hear me better now? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Which subsequently attacked such renowned as Sultans of Egypt and Syria. Like that body purchased by churches. Okay, um, you're going out again. Well, they probably be, they probably fucking with the reception. But anyways, um, y'all, y'all can go ahead and check that out at uh, the Moors of Spain by... Stanley Pulley Lane, um, 114, 115. The one, the reason why I brought that up, because I just wanted to uh, show you that the original concept, you know what I'm saying, of a Slavic, you know what I'm saying, of a slave, you know what I mean, um, basically European. But I'm just going to go ahead and give you a small quote from my book entitled The Untold Stories of the Moors, page 21, which states, I quote, Today the capital of Spain is Madrid. During the Golden Ages, when the Moors had ruled Spain, the capital of Spain was Cordova. The great city of Cordova was the primary settlement of the Moors. It was the capital of Cordova where the Moors had made some 
of the most profound contribution to Spain, such as mathematics, science, poetry, and music. Cordoba, now listen to this, Cordoba was the Timbuktu of Mali. You could say that the educational institution of Cordoba was an extension of Timbuktu, since it was the Moors who established the University of Timbuktu. Hmm. So the most sophisticated university in Spain, in Europe, was Cordoba, introduced, you know what I'm saying, by the Moors. So we were fathers, you know what I'm saying, of their education. You know what I'm saying? You were fathers of their education. So you was a father of the earth, brother. You know what I'm saying? So we so we're gonna have to um talk about you know shed a little light on some of these fathers you know um like as I said one of the fathers of invention you know was um George Washington Carver you know they brother had over a thousand inventions thousand I'm gonna read a small excerpt you know same um from an article which is entitled um or well, just basically a bi a biography article. And just it's entitled George Washington Carver as a matter of fact. But um we'll go ahead and state and say Carver Ayane's status remained after his death in part due to steps that Carver and others took during his lifetime to establish his legacy. Carver, who had lived a fragile life, used his savings to establish a museum devoted to his work, including some of his own paintings and drawings. Hmm. They knew his brother was an artist, huh? In December 1947, the fire broke out in the museum, destroying much of his collections. One of the surviving work by Carver was a painting of a yucca or a cactus, displayed at Chicago World Columbian Exposition in 1893. In addition to the museum, Carver had established the George Washington Carver Foundation at Tuskegee with the aim of supporting future agricultural research. A project to erect his national monument in Carver honor also began before his death. Harry S. Truman, then a senator from Missouri, sponsored a bill in favor of monuments during World War II. Supporters of the bill argued that wartime expenditure was warranted because the monument would promote patriotic favors among African Americans and encourage them to enlist in the military. The bill passed unanimously in both houses. In 1943, President Franklin D. Roosevelt dedicated $30,000 for the monument of the Diamond, Missouri, the site of the plantation where Carver lived as a child. It was the first national monument dedicated to an African-American. The 210-acre complex included a statue of Carver as well as a natural trail, museum, and cemetery. Okay, Carver appeared on the U.S. commemoration and postal stamp from 1848 to 1998 as well as a commemorative half-dollar coin minted between 1951 and 1945. Numerous schools bear his name, 
and through two United States military vessels. In 2005, the Missouri Batica Garden in St. Louis opened a George Carver Washington Garden, which included a life-size statue of the garden's famous namesake. These honors attested to George Carver Washington's enduring legacy as an icon of African-American achievement and of African-American ingenuity more broadly. Carver life has become a symbol and transformation potential of education, even for those born into most unfortunate and difficult circumstances. So they tell you, only they only tell you that um, George Carver Washington invented the peanuts, but they never told you that this brother was an entrepreneur. They never told you that this brother was an artist. You know what I'm saying? And ironically, his museum burned down and fired. But you know what they did to our people during that time many a times? You know what I'm saying? Every time we built some shit, they burnt it down. We built, like, a black Wall Street, like, two times. The whole shit got burnt down. You know what I mean? So, when you look at shit now, and you like, man, why it look like we haven't accomplished nothing much, you know what I'm saying, throughout history and throughout the world? The reason why, you know, is because, um, you know, you got to understand everything we have built, you know what I'm saying, basically been destroyed. You know what I'm saying? So, here we go. We got motherfuckers who don't respect anything that we establish. Everything we establish, they destroy. And then, right after they destroy, what the fuck we do? You know what I'm saying? We go run into this shit and establish and build up this shit. Right after they destroy our shit. So then they start thinking, you know how to get niggas to work for us and be our slaves? And keep them niggas in the penitentiary? How you do that? Keep on destroying their shit. So every time we destroy it, these niggas run to us. Every time we destroy it, these niggas result to crime and we can put them in the penitentiary and lift that off of them. And how many, how many times, you know what I'm saying, how long you, our people, man, going to let these motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, just play us like this, man? You know what I mean? How long are you going to get played like this, all right? You feel me? How long is you going to give the enemy what he wants? Huh? Well, they don't tell you that this brother has been in over a thousand damn adventures. Um, actually, 3,000. A thousand from the peanuts. The stuff that you use today that he had been in was hair dye, paint, uh, relish. Yeah, lot of people don't even know that. You know, um, I believe he he had been in some type of cheese. I believe it was Swiss cheese, maybe. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the shit that you got in your kitchen right now was invented by this brother. Mustard. You know what I mean? Every day. During the day that that go by, that humanity don't embrace. You know what I'm saying? That 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 wasn't contributed to them by their fathers, which is us. Every day you use something recreated. Y'all don't even know that a brother created a cell phone. I'm pretty sure most of y'all's on the cell phone right now. Yeah, a lot of y'all don't even acknowledge that, huh? But everybody got a damn cell phone, right? We invented the toilet. Everybody in America sit their ass on the toilet, right? Just uh, invented the iron board. You guys iron your clothes. 
Sister Bennett to shower him out. You understand? So we gave humanity civilization. We gave humanity 85% of what they use today. But they refused to respect their fathers. They refused to obey their fathers. They want to condemn their fathers. They want to neglect their fathers from history, from contributions, from society. You hear me? You're the father of humanity, and it's time for you to step the fuck up and put your children in their place, but you ain't going to do that being no weak-ass nigga not knowing who you is and not knowing who they are. When they know that you know who you are, trust me. Man, trust me. You will get respect for no motherfucker that you ain't never got before. You know what I mean? You get respect for no mother when they know that you know who you are and you know who they are. Oh, then, then you got your white motherfucker serving. Yeah. So, then the father of mathematics to these Caucasians, not to us, because mathematics existed long before this brother, Pythagoras, because when you really do research, everybody, you kind of discover that Pythagoras, a lot of his mathematical uh, contribution and methods that came from ancient government in Babylon. But to the Europe, when he came to Europe, you know, when he was in Europe, he was known as the father of mathematics, you know what I'm saying, and numbers. And he's also known as the father of Western numerology. So if you're using numerology right now, you know what I'm saying, that came from Pythagoras. You know what I'm saying, but also a philosopher and a mystic and a scientist. You know what I mean? He, he was the first one who basically coined the word philosophy, which meant lover of wisdom. You know, we talked about this brother for the Greek mathematician, um, the scientist, Nubian. We go actually in more in-depth about this brother. So if you want to know more about this brother, you know what I'm saying, uh, you go ahead and uh, check that out. But as a matter of fact, we look at his name, Pythagoras, the prefix of his name, which is um, Pata, means one who speak, or one who speak on behalf of the god Pata. And the god Pata was out of ancient comments, also known as Egypt. And we look at the um, get the prefix of his name, Pantha, and the uh, surface of his name is Angora. You know what I mean? And um, when you break down Angora, you know, it trades back to the city of Manifer, which is now called Memphis. And um, Memphis, Memphis in the city adopted the term, and Memphis also was the capital and the city of government and the spiritual center of the deity, Panther. You know what I'm saying? Panther, the god Ptah. He was worshipped. You know what I mean? So you got to start breaking down the etymology. You break down the etymology of Pythagoras and trace back, you know what I'm saying, to ancient comments. They'd like to tell you that he was some European. I want to tell you that he was a brother. And I want to tell you that. And I want to say that, you know what I'm saying, we are the fathers. Then you got the father of geometry. Their geometry to them. Because when you trace the origins of Euclid and the method of Euclid geometry, you still go back to ancient comments 
in Babylon. How can he be the father of geometry? Who the father of geometry to the European and Euclid was born on the African. He was born. And Euclid died on the African continent. You know what I'm saying? He died in Alexandria. Yeah, real talk. But he died in the African continent. But they call him a Greek mathematician, though. Right. But he, but he was born and he died in Africa. But they called him a Greek mathematician. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really good. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't have to believe me. Look it up. As a matter of fact, uh, I, I'll show you how to spell the brother's name. Uh, E-U-C-L-I-D. E-U-C-L-I-D. Euclid. Look it up. Look where that brother died. That brother, no evidence of him ever traveling outside of Africa, but they call him a Greek mathematician, though. Check out the excerpt about um, Brother Euclid. Title, Babylonian Theorem by Peter S. Rubin, page 169. No original copy of the elements has survived the translation of Euclid largely traced back to the Greek mathematician Postless. 410-485 CE. Despite the fact that Postless lived some 700 years after Euclid, he had access to a no longer extended history of Greek mathematics by the Emmas, 270-300 BCE. A contemporary of Euclid, thus, what little that is known about Euclid in pre-Euclid Greek mathematician is largely by Arabic translation. Postless. That because it was made in the early eighth of the century. Alright, brother, I'm breaking up again. Okay. So the majority of Euclid work is in Arabic translation. Mm. All right, brothers, you still with us? Yeah, you, you hear me? I hear you now. Okay. Yeah, what I was saying is that the majority of Euclid's work is in Arabic, but they call him a Greek mathematician. Euclid never left. Euclid, the father of geometry, never left the continent of Africa, or they call him a Greek mathematician. You will learn more about our brother Euclid um, if you go back to my episode called Were the Greeks Mathematician and Scientist African? All right? And if you want to get access to that, just go to um, blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Arlene B.L. And you'll be able to download that. Yeah, just... Or you could just Google um, Dr. Arlene Bay on um, Blog Talk. Check that out. So, another brother who was the father of geography, his name was Erostenius. Erostenius. Okay, I don't speak Greek. 
Erostosthenes. Okay? He was born in Libya. Yeah, that's in Africa. To be exact, Cyrene, Libya. All right? And I really was born, and he died in 194 in Alexandria, Egypt. So here go a man who was born in Libya, Africa, and died in Egypt. But they call him a Greek mathematician and scientist. He was the father of geography. Because they don't want you to, they don't want to tell you that they're father of mathematics. They're father of geometry. And their father of geography was melanated. Basically, they don't want the world to know that their father is you and I. You understand? And this is the brother who's the first one to calculate the circumference of the earth. First one, you know what I'm saying? To um, calculate the, the earth degree when it was tilled. First one to add leap days in the modern day calendar. He wrote a treaty on the eight year lunar solar cycle. Calculate the distance, you know what I'm saying, from, um, from Libya. No, 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 actually, he calculated the distance, I think, from Alexandria and Athens. Right? The brother made so, and he wrote the first geography book ever. Aristotle is, and you can look it up for yourself and see that this brother was born in Africa. I told y'all earlier to grab your paper in Japan. I'll give you a couple of seconds to go ahead and do that. I'm gonna go ahead and give you this brother's name. If you think I'm jiving? This brother was born in Africa, but they call him a Greek scientist slash mathematician. Okay, all right. Hope you got your paper in your pants. You can even put this on your put this in your phone if you have one. You know what I'm saying? This and then put the phone, put one as a phone number and just so you can go back and write it down when you have a chance. But his name is spelled E as in eager, R as in Roger, A as in Apple, T as in Tony, O as in Opium, S as in Cyrene, T as in training, H as in Henry. E as in early, N as in nation, E as in early, F as in super. E, R, A, T, O, S, T, H, E, N, E, S. Let me give it to you one more time to make sure that you spelled it right. And while I'm doing this, if you need to grab a pen, go ahead and do that. Okay. Are you ready? Count to three. One, two, three. His name is spelled as E R A T O S T H E N E S. All right. Aerostatinus. And you could write that and also add after it the father of geography. And they will say Greek mathematician born in Libya. They must think people fucking stupid or something, son. Like, like, real talk. Like, how are you going to tell me that people was, who were born and died in Africa with a damn Greek mathematician? 
They tell your children this stuff in school, man. They tell you this stuff on TV. These motherfuckers really think that humanity is dumb. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, they, they might be right about that because uh, people actually believe in this shit. Because they don't research. They know motherfuckers ain't really reading. They know motherfuckers don't know how to research. That's a problem. Because if you know how to research, you know what I'm saying, you will know half of the bullshit that's being thrown upon your face. You know what I'm saying? If you know how to research, but everybody go by this hearsay shit. And a nigga better never come up to me and tell me about some shit he heard. Then you better tell me about some shit that you done research, that you done study, and I tell people all the damn time. Research every damn thing I tell you. If I say your name, write that shit down and research. If I say a language, write it down and research it. Not because I want you to see if I'm true or not. Not because I want you to learn the truth. Mm-hmm. Because when you check out my articles, when you check out my books, and when you hear what I say and you write down the key words, it will lead you to a whole new different fountain of truth, whole new different fountain of knowledge, whole new different fountain of wisdom. That's my purpose. Whether you want to believe or not, you don't need to believe me. You need to know what I'm saying. You don't need to believe what I'm saying. You need to know what I'm saying. You understand? Oh, that. That's why I do what I do. You feel me? So I hope you guys wrote down what I had told you because, I mean, it's really an insight on our intelligence. The shit that they tell us, the shit that they telling your children in school, a complete fucking insult. But every time they show images, you know what I'm saying, ain't you commit on TV, they got to show the motherfucking pharaohs being European. You feel me? They got to show us a picture of a motherfucking fairly European, and then a black motherfucker always got to be some goddamn slave or some shit. Passing that motherfucker a, a scroll or something. Or something of that nature. Them, you the kings of the earth, man. All the way from Africa down to Chile. Back up to Mexico throughout Asia. Check out the excerpt from a book called Black Mexico. Edit it. By Ben Vincent the third and Matthew Restock, page five. I gave you the source. I hope you wrote that down. And I'll state it and I'll give you the source again after I state this quote. It states in our quote Afro Mexican in the nation history. La Polacia Negra emphasized assimilation and hybridity hybridity, noting that the colonial Mexican Cassie system and this abolishing during the independence area created super peace circumstances for racial mixture. Apart from a few isolated regions pocket, Irio Beltran wrote that Afro Mexican had eagerly and spontaneously blend into the border national population by the earlier years of independence. So before the years of independence these motherfucking Mexicans look just like you and me. You understand? When the Europeans first came to Mexico, these, they seemed black-ass motherfucking people. Real talk. They even got it written. When you read this book, it would tell you. Like before the European, when the Europeans came here, there were black motherfuckers in Mexico. 
You understand? As a matter of fact, check this out. And yeah, I'm gonna give you the quote from that book. It's called Black Mexico, all right? That book called Black Mexico, edited by Ben B E N Vincent the Third and Matthew Restall. And that was on page 29. Check it out. Check it out. Let me know. If it was on page 22, let a nigga know. <laughs> I said on page 29. Let a nigga know. Check it out. For real. We got to stop all this hearsay, she say shit. Matter of fact, see, I made a mistake. That call I just made was on page 5. Yeah, fucking with you. It's on page 5. Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, check it out and see if I'm correct. Let a nigga know. This next thing I'm going to call is on page 29. From the book entitled Black Mexican, edited by Ben Vincent III and Matthew Restar. Page 29. If it's page 22, let a nigga know. But it states, and I quote, two Portuguese merchants who spoke the language of Angola. Huh? Huh? The language of Angola? Where that's it? Oh, oh. That's an African language. Let me go back again. Page 29, Black Mexico. States in a quote. Two Portuguese merchants who spoke the language of Angola overheard an identified slave woman complain about the abuse suffered by another slave. They reported having overheard her saying that a plan was afoot for the blacks in Malato to take Control of the city and massacre the Spaniards during Spaniards during Holy Day. This testimony was collaborated by two more witnesses who overheard similar discussion by slaves about uprising. Audiencia responded to these reports by suspending Holy Week procession of closing churches in Mexico City and environ the Holy Thursday. Now, man, you got over two cities in Mexico. Real talk. Where there's motherfuckers who dark skin with fucking afros right now. There's also a statue of an African man. Check out my page on, on, on my article, um, The Untold Stories of the Moors. Untold Secrets of the Moors, page 27. It showed you a statue of a dark ass motherfucking nappy headed African in Mexico. And the statue is El Yanga. You got cities in Mexico filled with niggas who got fucking apples right now. But they don't never tell you this. They don't never show you this on the media. None of that. Why not? Why not? Because they know if you start looking for yourself in Mexico, oh, it's a whole lot more you're going to know about yourself. Then you're going to run into the old Mex, and then you're going to want to, you're going to hear about the old Mex, and then you're going to want to look at the old Mex, and then you're going to wonder. Why these motherfuckers ain't being mentioned, and you're going to know that they Nubian because they got big, broad-ass nose, thick-ass lips, high cheekbones. Some of them got dreadlocks. Some got Ethiopian braids and all this other shit. And you're going to be like, damn, why the hell didn't they tell me this when I was going to school? What about these big-ass stoneheads that were worshipped as gods in Mexico? That were rulers in Mexico. Validate the fact that you are the king of the earth. You know what I mean? But the whole media is to make you see otherwise. The media show you as being fucking slave. They want to make 12 fucking um, 12 years as a slave. They want to come up with all this fucking Don, Don Django and, and all this other bullshit. 
All they want to show you. Slave, 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 slave. All they want to tell you is a whole bunch of fucked up shit. Niggas is dying. Niggas is locked up in a penitentiary. Niggas is this. Niggas is that. Right? That's all they want to tell you. That's all they want to tell you. Otherwise, you got to learn. You know what I'm saying? You got to search your history. And then we got to do name um, Genghis Khan. And Genghis Khan, you know what I'm saying, was, um, he was a, a Mongol. And, and the Mongol people, you know, uh, the, Mon- the Mongol was the home of the Turks and the Mongols. And when you look at the Turks, they from Turkey and Europe. When you look at those people, you notice that those motherfuckers from Turkey, Europe don't look nothing like all the other white motherfuckers in Europe because they do not have blonde hair, blue eyes, and they're not very, very pale. They got some melanin in them, which means that, you know, they got some African blood running in their veins because that place was highly populated by Nubian people once upon a time. And Turkey even got Nubian people there in Turkey. You understand? So who was from Mongol? Genghis Khan was from Mongol. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Genghis Khan, you know, was uh, born in 1227. No, excuse me. Yeah, he was born in 1162 and died in August 1227. You feel me? He was was an emperor of the Mongol Empire. You know what I mean? And that shit stressed. All the way around from Europe, all the way to Asia. You know what I'm saying, brother? North, East Asia, Southwest Asia, all the way down to Europe, parts of Europe. You know what I'm saying? The brother King is Khan, you know what I'm saying, was a ruler. You know what I mean? But need to be a brother. You know, all you got to do is just start breaking down the etymology, you know what I'm saying, of the language he spoke. The region he was from. Look at the history of the of the place he came from. Look at the history of the different nationality of the places, and see that if there was immigrants from the African continent or there was indigenous Africans there, you know what I mean? The brother conquered northern China. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Genghis Khan, you know what I'm saying, did his thing. Known as one of the greatest freaking warriors alive. You feel me? And um. My uncle, he goes to he goes to China all the time, you know. And he told me that he seen black fucking Chinese motherfuckers over there. Black people with slender the eyes and nappy ass hair. And my uncle told I heard this when I was a kid. Like he like they never talk about these people in China. So like they never talk about the adamant people in Asia. And I'm gonna tell you one more time to look at the adamant people. Grab your paper and your pens. A, D A M A N. A as an apple. D as in Detroit, A as in Apple, M as in Monster, A as in Anthony, N as in Nation. And these are black-ass people, darker than Africans, nappier here than Africans. They're from indigenous people of Asia. Genghis Khan also, you know what I'm saying, was spreading into Afghanistan and Persia. All these brothers all in the Middle East, even in Armenia and Eastern Europe. You know what I'm saying? You was the king of the earth. 
You know what I mean? See, you didn't have to deceive people. You didn't have to bring people into poverty, into desperation to rule people. Wherever you went, you were just honored as a motherfucking king. You know what I mean? Because the knowledge and the wisdom, you know what I'm saying, that, you know what I'm saying, that you possessed it. You know what I mean? You had a lot to offer the world. You had mathematics. You had science. You had agriculture. You had irrigation. You know what I'm saying? All of that stuff. Feel me? All of that stuff. So, you know, that's what it is. Feel me? That's what it is. So you know you got you got to know your place. And yeah, um, brother Jerry, we gonna we gonna go ahead and uh, take calls in about um, eleven minutes, around eight forty-five, man. So anybody got any questions? You know what I'm saying? You wanna ask me? Just ask me the next eleven minutes. Yeah, but um, you know, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? All the way in Mexico. As a matter of fact, check this out. You can find this in the excerpt of my article, Untold Secrets of the More, um, page 29, which states, and I quote, Based on the evidence of the old Mex stonehead found in Mexico, it would make perfect sense to agree that the Moors, African, were either indigenous to Mexico or they had migrated to Mexico thousands of years before the Europeans. There are plenty of amounts of evidence that confirm the Moors' presence in Mexico. The third president, listen, the third president of Mexico, Jose Maria Bocanegra. Oh, look at his last name. Bocanegra. Paper in your pen. Third president of Mexico, Jose Maria, Maria Bocanegra. Jose Mulatto and the last governor of Mexico. And this time, Mexico was called Alta California. It was a former state of Mexico. Now it's the state of America. But before America, before California became a part of, you know what I'm saying, the Americas, it was a state in Mexico called Alta California. The last governor of Alta California was Pio Pico. Now get your paper and your pen. P-I-O. P-I-C-O. Pio Pico. Look this brother up. This nigga is black. When you see this motherfucker, you're going to be like, this is a nigga. Off top. Off top. He was the governor of the state of California when it was a part of Mexico. His name was Pio Pico. P-I-O. P-I-C-O. We'll give it to you again. P as in Patron, I as in Insight, O as in Opium. P as in Patron, I as in Insight, C as in Connie, O as in Opium. He was born in May 5th, 1801, September 11, 1894. Pio Pico was of African descent. He was the man who sold California to the United States of America. If you check the historical records of workers in Mexico, you'll discover that many of them were Moors. I challenge you to look up Pio Pico. When you see Pio Pico, you're going to be like, that is a brother. All right, talking to some of you niggas on this phone. That was a brother. Hey, man, you want to check out that article, man. The article I got called Untold Secrets of the Moors, man. 
That is a motherfucking hard hitter. I went in on the research on that. You know, here's a 34-page article, man. Yo, son, I think I spent weeks researching when I wrote that damn article. That shit got some hard-hitting-ass info. Can't fold for real. You got to check out that article. Article 30 states, and I quote, Okay, page 30 on my article, Untold Secrets on the More states, and I quote, Okay, so there are statues of Omeg heads and an African known as El Yanga. The Omeg head could be used to justify an indigenous presence of the Moors, while El Yanga could be used to justify that slavery might have existed in Mexico. Regardless if one of these claims is false or if they both true, the bottom line is this. There are Moors in Mexico. When most people think of Moors, they don't picture image of black people living there. Mexico is next door neighbor of the United States, and people are unaware of the entire family members that are living in the house next door to them, metaphorically speaking. This goes on to show how ignorant people in the United States are. With all these foreigners in North America, you mean to tell me the majority of America isn't bilingual? When a person lose knowledge of themselves, they lose the roots of their family tree as well. <laughs> you got to check out the unsold story of the Moors. You got to you got to check out that article. Got to check out the article. I don't care who you is. You gonna learn something from that article that you ain't never heard anywhere else. I guarantee you. I got some hard-hitting infos at that. So you go to King G Incorporated on the 11.99 a month. You have access to a library of over 200 books, hundreds of sacred scrolls, and we getting ready to have the uh, isochronic and bow and bend aerial tones, which is tones, you know what I'm saying, that will heighten up the frequency level. You know what I'm saying? And um, you have access to all of my articles, my presentation, and all of my episodes. Feel me? Only for eleven ninety nine a month. Shit, just spend for one month and download as much as you can. You know what I mean? Shit is what it is. You download every goddamn thing on this. <laughs> I can get less. But uh, I'm going to give you an example of an isochronic tone. I'm going to let y'all hear an isochronic tone. And this isochronic tone, you know what I'm saying, is a stimulator from the penile glands. And when you hear this, everybody's frequency on this call is going to be risen. I'm just going to let you hear it for about a minute so you can have an insight of, of what I'm showing you, of what I'm what I going to have on you. right there is the isochronic tone and that will stimulate your penile glands. And I got isochronic tones, you know what I'm saying, that spiritual frequency cleaners. You know, I got um, meditation music as a matter of fact. Let me, you know, got the meditation music. I got um, uh, extreme energy boost, self-recognition enhancers. 
cleanser of, of negative energy, you know, uh, brain power music. So when you study, you know what I'm saying? I got the brain power music that you hear right now. You put that on while you're studying, you know what I'm saying? It enhances the mind, help you pick up information a little bit. I got some other brain music for you to study. You know what I mean? The stuff right here, you know what I mean? Uh, open up the nuclear transmitters, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So you can go ahead and process that information. But I got that chakra balancing music, you know what I mean? Binary beats. You listen to this, this one right here, activate all the chakras, 35 minutes. When you meditate, listen to this. You think it's regular tones, but trust me, these tones are at frequencies at two. I got, I got, these tones are at frequencies from 258, you know what I'm saying, from 880 megahertz. Because it all depends on the megahertz. You know what I mean? Uh, I got the instant stress reliever, you know what I'm saying? You had a hard day, you know what I mean? And, and, and people just been tripping, you know what I'm saying? You feel like spazzing out on somebody, knocking some heads off. All you got to do is play this. You listen to that for eight minutes and 26 seconds, and I'm telling you, your whole, you know what I'm saying, uh, stress, you know what I mean, will be relieved. You know, and I got spiritual music as well. You know what I'm saying? Native American spiritual music, African spiritual music. See, a lot of y'all may not know how important, you know what I'm saying, uh, how important sound, tones, and vibration is. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I challenge you to really study it because, you know what I'm saying, this is very uh, uplifting for, you know what I'm saying, our, our spiritual enhancement, you know what I'm saying, stuff in that nature. So you get all of that. You know what I'm saying? Well, over 200 libraries, 200 books, hundreds of sacred scrolls. Every episode I got all the way from the indigenous media, you know what I'm saying, my PowerPoint presentation, you know what I'm saying, that I have started for 11.99 a month. You know what I'm saying? Straight wisdom, straight knowledge, you know, that will put you on a whole new different dimension. And be on the lookout for my upcoming book, you know what I'm saying, which is coming soon, called Divine Mathematics, subtitled Sacredness of Mathematics, Get Volume 1, and the decipherment of Genesis is now available, and the elementary, elemental elements, you know what I'm saying, you got to check out that sacred science too, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, we can go ahead and uh, take in some callers, brother. Okay. Um, uh, before we do that, quick question from the chat room. Um, you had uh, what was the name of the library again? Okay. Uh, well, uh, okay. Uh, I mentioned a couple of libraries. I mentioned the Library of Cordova, which was in Spain. That was introduced by the Moors. You know, um, I got an online library at um, King G Incorporated, and no, I, I my, okay. I what, believe that's what it was the uh, at Cordova that was. Okay. okay, that's what it was. All right, so. yeah, the Library of Cordova. Um, yeah, I think I, I think it's spelled as um, C-O-D-O-V-A, so you can take that back to them, C-O-D, 
Um, yeah, old VA. Sir. Okay. All right. Now, first caller is from um, right here, Western Pennsylvania. Are you on the air? Hello? Yeah, it's okay. Sometimes they don't wanna they don't wanna make no comments or say nothing, so we could just go on. Okay. New York, would you have a question? Comment, whatever. Shout out. All right. We go on to the next one. Okay, well, I guess that's it for questions. All right. All right, so, um, yeah, so basically, we are the kings of the earth, you know, the fathers of humanity. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's time for us, you know, to to claim to claim that status, you know what I mean? Okay. So we 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 being we being we being raw right now, man, when it comes to, to world history, you know what I mean? Like like people ain't giving us, you know what I'm saying, the respect that we deserve. You know, all these contributions, you know, that we made, you know what I'm saying, to the world and shit like that, man. I mean, we people gotta people gotta, you know what I mean, pay their dues, man. But uh, what about you, brother Moore? You have any questions, man, that that you would like to ask? Anything you think I should state? Uh, no, I really don't have any questions. Um, everything is point on. Um, you know, I agree with everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is definitely what this is actually what I believe is the start. You know, we have to know the knowledge. You know, you know, it starts with education, self knowledge itself. You know, educating ourselves of who we are. You know, we are the gods and gods and goddesses. You know, um. Only thing you can trace us to is God. So, you know, when we know that, you know, we truly become better people. You know, then we can learn to build, and you know, we learn to value each other as who we truly are. You know. Yeah, yeah, true story. Now, I think that's one of the reasons, you know, what I'm saying why a lot of us, you know, don't respect ourselves because we despise ourselves. You don't know who we are. You know what I mean? We still, our people still running around here, you know what I'm saying, thinking they ain't nothing but a no good, low down, dirty ass nigga and shit. You feel me? Like, you know, like, once you once you start to really know who you are, you know what I'm saying, then you start to value yourself. But then, you know what I'm saying, it's not only about knowing who you are, you know what I'm saying, you have to apply, you know what right. I'm saying, the information. You got to you gotta do what your ancestors did in order to wake up the Chunk DNA that's within you, so you can eventually become, you know what I'm saying, your ancestors. You feel me? And I, no, I don't think people really, you know what I'm saying, really understand that cipher. You feel me? Because it's better for us, you know, to show the people. You know what I mean? It's better for us to show the people, man, than for us to um to to tell the people, because it's more influential when, when when brothers really see that that you live in this. With pride, you know what I'm saying? That you live in this with integrity. You feel me? Because you got some niggas, you know what I'm saying, they come out 
and they'll talk all slick and shit, you know what I mean? But then when it comes, you know what I'm saying, to 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 applicating this shit, they don't do it with pride. They ashamed, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, to, to applicate, you know what I'm saying, to, to stand up for what they, you know what I'm saying, believe in. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, but go ahead and uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, man, so, you know, they could be familiar. You know, why you why, why you doing this? What inspired you to do this? You know what I'm saying? You're involved, man, with, uh, with uh, raw authentic media. You know what I'm saying? Let the people get familiar by it, brother. Okay, uh, well, yes, um, I'm Brother Moore. You know, I'm uh, not going to get no government names out here over these airways or whatnot, but, uh, you know, uh, I've always been pro-black, you know, and I've always had an open mind. But, you know, um, you know, I never really bought into that whole Jesus thing, you know, when I was growing up in church, you know. You know, I was more interested in the girls than you know, what the preacher was talking about, so I just felt it was some bullshit, you know. So, um you know, I've always had an open mind on things. But, uh, you know, when I um, had a pleasure of meeting you a couple of years back, you know, it just when I heard you, you know, eat that um, preacher live, you know, I was like, okay, you know, all right. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this nigga talking some real shit, you know what I mean? And that preacher was, like, fumbling with his words and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, all right, well, this nigga, hey, I actually got to be talking some real shit because this dude ain't got nothing to say. You know, I remember when them niggas was over there and they were, like, trying to tell you that you was wrong. And I'm like, well, damn, how they going to tell this man that he wrong? You know, so, you know, I'm like, okay, well, whatever this dude here know, I need to know some of this knowledge, too. And then that's when you put me on them books, you know, and, uh, oh, man, uh, that Black Root Science, you know, that's just really just really And I was stuck. Yeah, so, you know, I've been on a mission since then, you know, just, Waking the people up, you know, spreading the knowledge, you know. Yeah, just what about this? You know, I'm always on Facebook and spreading the black knowledge, you know, black power. Well, I wouldn't say black power, but, you know, just the knowledge, you know, of our ancestors and the people today. Like you said some real shit in on, your, on your other um, podcast about, you know, the conscious community. They're always teaching you about, you know, great black people from the past. Like, there ain't no great black people doing nothing today, you know, and there's hundreds of thousands of great gods and goddesses doing things today that we don't even know about, you know. So, you know, just in, informing people about that, too, you know, and everything. And then once we get that knowledge, then we'll you know, start learning how to build and have a community, you know, that we won't really, you know, need them, the white folks for anything. You know, we already have our own, you know. Branch out to the Caribbean and into our African, you know, brothers and sisters over there. You know, that's the that's the type of stuff I'm on. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, it was funny because you know I, I met brother I met brother Marvin always, you know, what I'm saying breaking this preacher down, you know, what I'm saying busting him upside the head, you know, what I'm saying on the little doctrine that he was preaching, and you know, one thing I noticed, and brother Marvin witnessed this, is that uh. You know, you always got some niggas, man, who, who try, who, who, you know what I'm saying, who try to defend these weak-ass motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Try to always defend this cockasoo. I'm telling you, the best soldier that these motherfuckers got is another nigga. The best soldier that any of these cockasoo always have is another nigga. And, you know what I'm saying, basically what them brothers were doing, man, you know what I'm saying, they was trying to, you know, uh, attack me 
just so they could get in favor, you know what I'm saying, by that by, by that preacher, by that minister. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, that, and, and that was fucked up. A lot of our people, you know what I'm saying, were bash their own people, you know what I'm saying, just for a little fucking pat on the back, you know what I'm saying, and a little fucking candy bar, you know what I mean? Because that's all them niggas do. That's all those niggas was doing. They thought that and they, and they, and they go ahead and, and, and try to slander me, you know what I'm saying, for that motherfucker. He was going to end up respecting them more. But little that them niggas know that, that when you try to fit, the more you try to fit in, the less respect that they have for you. So, you know what I'm saying, when we was at that, when we was in that little congregation, you know what I'm saying, at that church, you know what I mean, those people actually have more respect for me than, 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 than any of them niggas. Them mm-hmm. niggas kept their nose all up their fucking ass and, you know what I'm saying, trying to trying to get on their fucking good side, you know what I'm saying, like like a fucking dog, you know what I mean? After a while, your dog follow you, got their nose up, up all up your ass, you start getting irritated a little bit. You start trying to be distant from them, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's how it was with them niggas, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, that, 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 that just goes on, you know what I mean? Like, whenever, whenever you're in the type of gathering like that, just know that it's going to be some of our people, you know what I'm saying, who, who, who are going to try to show off in front of the caucus, you know what I mean, to try to get some glory, you know what I mean? And that, that, that was happening right now, man, you know what I'm saying, that was the majority of our people do. They shit on all they, they shit on the rest of our people, you know what I mean, just to get that little pat on the back, just to get pet like a, they, like a fucking dog. Now, like, you're going to the workplace sometimes. Say you're working at a supermarket, and the brother walk in, you know what I'm saying? Maybe another brother, another sister at the cash register, you know what I'm saying? They fucking disrespecting, you know what I'm saying, their own people. But then when the Caucasian come in, they fucking smile in their face and shit. You know what I mean? They, they, they smile in these motherfuckers' faces and greet them. When you come in, they want to show the Congress or how fucked up they can treat another nigga. Because they felt like if they oppress our people too, then they could be on the good side with them. Because that, that, that was some of them thing. If I won't, if I won't. Caucasoy people to like me. If I want Caucasoy people to love me, I have to, I have to fucking attack melanated people. You know what I mean? And motherfuckers don't like to hear this shit, but it's true. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you keep on sleeping on this shit, it's gonna remain the problem. We can't, we can't act like, you know what I'm saying? We don't get discriminated when we go to these public places. You know what I'm saying? You as a brother know goddamn well. You know what I'm saying? When you when you go to a lot of these grocery stores or convenience stores or whatever it in this fucking real world, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't have the same type of respect for you that they have for Caucasian people, ain't that right? Right. And you're the fucking major contributor of humanity. You know what I'm saying? You're the father of humanity. You feel me? You was the, you know what I'm saying, the the, the first king, the original king, the first form of royalty. You know what I'm saying? Your ancestors will worship as God. You know what I'm saying? You came from a people who built this country. You came from a people who made contributions from the beginning to this country, still making the majority of contributions in this country. You know what I mean? But still, you know what I'm saying? You get treated like shit. You as a brother could be doing something, could be doing something very worthy for humanity, very worthy for the world, could have an honorable status, be an honorable person, but then sometimes some of these motherfuckers got the daffy to treat some motherfucking junkie-ass cockasoy boy with more respect than you. You look at this motherfucker like, this motherfucker's a drug addict? Probably, you know, probably sucking dick for crack cocaine? You know what I mean? And smelling like a motherfucking, you know what I'm saying, garbage can? 
Y'all niggas got the death to try to, to try to treat this motherfucker more respect than me. And that, you know what I'm saying? And that was, you know what I'm saying? That that's, that would be happening in a lot of these, you know what I'm saying, public places. You know what I'm saying? Because and brothers, you know what I'm saying, they get disrespected because they got they got low low self esteem. So when you get disrespected, you know what I'm saying, you go back to these motherfuckers. And every time you go back after getting disrespected, you ain't gonna get respected more. You know what I'm saying? Like when these motherfuckers get disrespected, man, you ain't supposed to keep on fucking spending their money with you. You know what I mean? You go to the hood. You know what I mean? Go 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 shopping with the Iraqs and these fucking Chinese motherfuckers. And they would cuss the nigga the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? They could be in that same store for 12 years and never, ever said a harsh word to a Caucasian. Ever. But every day they cuss the niggas all that thing shit. And then niggas go right back to that motherfucking store. So what's the cipher? What they go around in the community saying? You could disrespect niggas and they'll still come back to you. But anyway, people, go ahead and uh, go ahead and join us next Sunday. You know, uh, seven p.m. to nine p.m. Um, the calling number should be one three six nine eight eight. Once again, one three six nine eight eight. One three six nine eight eight. Yeah, authentic media should be on air. On the air every Sunday from 7 to 9. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank you for tuning in. Me and Brother Moore, you know what I'm saying? Really appreciate having all you guys, you know what I'm saying, as a guest. So, are we going to do tomorrow or, or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tomorrow, me and, and, and Brother Noble Tualim Bay is going to be doing uh, Black Masters and White Slaves. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, so um Long Islam, peace family. Peace.